Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. Well, Pat, did you survive Indigenous People Day, Columbus Day? Did, did, were you okay? Um, did you shop till you dropped? Mm, no um i mean yes yes i i i survived it i was fine i honestly other than the few posts i saw on social media yesterday about columbus day it Mm -hmm. never really occurred to me that it was columbus day you know pat that's kind of funny that you mentioned that like you didn't even acknowledge columbus day because Legitimately, I have two questions on this Truth or Fiction Tuesday. And number Uh one is, why do we celebrate Columbus Day at all here in America? It isn't like Christopher Columbus founded or found or explored or took over or stole the land of the continent of North America. Uh He found... The Bahamas, what is modern-day Cuba, uh, maybe the Dominican Republic. Some people dispute that as well. Um, But he found what he considered Hispaniola. So why do we in America celebrate that? That's question numero one that I've always had. Well, I mean, if you were to go off of what people were saying on social media yesterday... It wasn't so much that he found America or because there were many, there were many people that found America before Christopher Columbus, right? Mm. Did they find the West Indies? Mm, Not necessarily. I mean, there were people there, so they came from somewhere. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Did anybody from the Western or really the Eastern world ever know about this place? Has there ever been any recorded history and, of this and place existing before and that's this? Where I was, that's where I was going. Is like for really for Eastern, well, really for Europe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it was, this was the first discovery of America. Or what becomes America. You're or what right. becomes America, yes. Okay. Now, we also have the argument that the Vikings were in the North American continent for a very long time, well before um, Columbus's discovery, well before Correct. Jamestown, well before all of that, right? Now, we're not here to discuss that. My point with the whole thing of Christopher Columbus and, the, and Columbus Day, and my question on this Truth or Fiction Tuesday is simply to point out that here in America, we don't have a like very specific tie to Columbus being the person that founded our country, right? We don't have a very specific tie to his Nina Pinta the Santa Maria washing ashore in Florida or washing ashore in Virginia or wherever, right? We don't have right. that. So to me, it's odd that we celebrate it to begin with. But... What I can't stand is what I saw all day on Twitter, all day um, from corporate America, all day from, you know, all the woke scolds. Can't be happy on stolen land and blah, 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 right? These are the Uh same people who post pictures of their kids being happy on that same stolen land the day before. Why? Because Uh they got to meet Chance the Rapper. Wait, what? So, Stolen Land was good yesterday, but not good today. Uh, oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then these very same people go out and celebrate Indigenous Peoples Day. Now, Pat, truth or fiction? Uh-huh. Celebrating Indigenous Peoples Day while castigating... Christopher Columbus as a homicidal, genocidal, conquering maniac is utterly hypocritical. Truth or fiction? Um, ooh, this is interesting. I'm going to go with fiction. Oh, wait. You're asking if it's hypocritical? If, if it's... If... If... So, if you are celebrating mm-hmm. Indigenous Peoples Day uh-huh. while claiming Christopher Columbus to be a homicidal, genocidal, racist maniac, and therefore we should not celebrate him, is that hypocritical? Yes. So, that would be truth. Why? Well, weren't a lot of the Indigenous people also very barbaric? Violent, racist, hypocritical, everything that you basically just mentioned, weren't a lot of them the same way? All of them. Do you have, do you have a knowledge of where we get the term cannibal from? Um, 
I personally don't, but that's going to come back to like ancient indigenous type tribes. Not one very specific tribe. One very specific tribe. Um, Do you know where we get the term Caribbean from? No, actually, I don't. So, when Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492 and landed on what he called Hispaniola, what did he find, Pat? He found two indigenous tribes, which my question is, were they just planted there? Did they just grow there? Or did they voyage from somewhere else to get there? Just a very um, simple question, because if they did, then they're not indigenous to that land. They just happen to be the first people to discover it. But that's neither here nor there. But he found two tribes, okay? One, a very peaceful, very loving, very welcoming tribe. The other named the Carib tribe. That's the tribe that we get the term Caribbean from. Okay. But it is also the tribe in which the term cannibal comes from. Because the very friendly, peaceful tribe that um, it, it basically integrated the people in Columbus's party. Okay. They basically lived in harmony side by side with each other for a very long time, by the way. But what they found is that they were just like, they had these weird marks and all of this stuff all over their body. And what comes out is that this is from the wars between the two tribes, right? The Carib tribe and this tribe. Okay. Um, and, and the other tribe's name is escaping me at the moment, but what they come to find out is that the Carib tribe are a bunch of actual cannibals. What they would do is they would conquer, impregnate, force the babies to be born from the other tribe that they conquer, and then eat the babies. They would eat men, women, and children. And babies to them were a delicacy. They tasted better. The truffle of the day, if you will, for them. So question to those uh, celebrating Indigenous Peoples Day yesterday. Are, are, are those the Indigenous people you're celebrating? Well, no, 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 no. I'm celebrating the, the, um, the Choctaw or the Cherokee tribe. Or the Seminole. Oh, wait. You mean the Seminoles who speared people to death and then took slaves of the conquered group of people? How about, Pat, the Iroquois, right? The, the, the people that were supposed to have given us the, the blueprint for our Republican version of democracy and our Declaration of Independence and our, most importantly, Constitution, right? You mean the the group of of Indian tribes that that came together in some sort of peace and unity? 
Well, that would be the confederacy that the Iroquois nation um, put together, right? Uh-huh, right. But the Iroquois tribe itself, did you know what they did to the warriors of the other tribe that they conquered? Um, did it involve scalping? No. Oh. It involved um, cutting their hearts out and eating them. Oh. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. How about the Aztecs, by the way, Pat? Maybe let's go. Let's go further south. Let's go into Mexico, different different area. Um, wait, that's the same tribe who, when they erected one of the largest parts of their pyramid system, right, Pat? Um, what did they do when um, when they were celebrating that completion? Did they also practice cannibalism? They welcomed 80,000 people to the top of the pyramid. Oh, sacrifice. Oh, no, 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 no. They welcomed 80,000 people to the top of the pyramid, snatched their still beating hearts out of their bodies, and then kicked them back down the pyramid. So, again, my question to you, right, because we are supposed to apply the standards of today to Christopher Columbus, right? Christopher Columbus was a bad man because he fulfilled the terms of his agreement with the Spanish government. And, oh, by the way, he wouldn't get paid unless he returned with that fulfillment. Now, is slavery wrong? Yes. But you know what? Slavery existed in the indigenous people of the, that time frame. Slavery existed in the East. Slavery existed in Europe and in Africa and in Asia. Slavery existed everywhere in the world at that point in time. And guess what, Pat? Slavery still exists today everywhere in the world. Whether that be sexual slavery, whether that be actual slavery, Ask the Afghan people about slavery. Ask the tribes of Africa about their slavery. Right? So we're supposed to, to believe Howard Zinn. And by the way, the biggest political rival of Columbus's writings of the time about Columbus. We're supposed to believe that version of Columbus as the, the history of Columbus. As the homicidal, genocidal Slave-owning a-hole of all time. And therefore, that holiday is not worth celebrating. And yet, at the very same time, these very same people are telling us that we should celebrate the homicidal, genocidal, slave-owning cannibalistic societies that were the indigenous population of the time. So let me get this straight. One genocidal homicidal maniac in society, bad. An entire indigenous tribal populations practice belief system that is exactly the same, if not worse, by the way, because 
Um, last time I checked, um, Christopher Columbus and his voyages, because there were multiple across the seas, never devolved into cannibalism. Those are bad. But the other side, good. We must celebrate. We must bow down. We must honor those honorable cultures. Now, for me and you, Pat, I have a feeling there is a common thing here. And it's this. We cannot see history through the lens of 2021. History must be seen through the lens of the times they lived in. So, yes, it is true that they took slaves back to Spain. Why? To fulfill the agreement with the Spanish monarchy at the time. Yes, it is true that the indigenous peoples of the time believed in gods of all sorts of manners. And they believed in cannibalism and slavery and scalping and conquering and literally slaughtering entire populations of other indigenous people. But only one of them is supposed to be bad through today's lens. I'm really confused by that logic. I mean, history was never meant to be this, you know, lovey-dovey, romanticized story. It was meant to be real, right? Right, and that's part of the problem that exists with this entire narrative of Happy Indigenous Peoples Day. Mm. Because what is taught to, let's just put it bluntly, what is taught to white America about the Native American population? It's powwows, feathers, Indian headdresses, and um, Mother Earth, right? It's not that simple. Yes, you are correct that it's not that simple, but that is the image that we are taught in school. We aren't taught that the current owners of the area where Mount Rushmore is, right? The people that claim it to be their sacred mountain, right? They only began to own that in the 1860s and before them, two other tribes um, held that land as their land, even though they also all had nomadic lifestyles out there, chasing the, the food and the shelter and the warmth of the day. We aren't taught the savage history of almost every single tribe that exists. We aren't taught that there are very different ways of living amongst all of the tribes, right? We're not taught that there's a difference between the Lakota and the Dakota. We aren't taught that there's a difference between the Native Americans of Southwest America in Northeast America or, or Northwest America and Southwest America. We're not taught about that unless you go further than the normal study, right? To suggest and paint with this broad brush that everything about the indigenous populations of America is just great, grand, wonderful. And it's all kumbaya. And it was all, you know, giving it up to mother earth and, 
and and never raping and pillaging or or never um, abusing Mother Earth. It's never about running buffalo out of population. It's never about um, you know the hunting, the 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 trapping. It's never about anything except for two things, Pat. The indigenous population good, what the American population did with the Trail of Tears and um and Andrew Jackson, right? And what we did with Custer, bad. And what we did afterwards with the resettlements and stuff like that, bad. We are bad. The indigenous population was never bad. And we're bad because of the standards that we set, right? For our own actions. But we never apply those standards to those individuals and those populations of indigenous people. We can't apply the same standard. We have a double standard of what we think of each population. We're told to be guilty for things that are less criminal, less morally disgusting through the lens of 2021 than what the indigenous population were doing to each other. I can't, to to quote one of my least favorite movies of all time, the dude cannot abide. But 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 Coppins, you know, we're now more evolved in, in 2021, we have a better understanding of how life should have been back then. And because it should have been that way, we must apply those standards of today in through the lens of history. Um, so that way we can grow more and evolve and become the woke of the woke. And love you, man. As long as you uh, agree with me, kind of logic. Right. On the one hand, we have the blackballing of Christopher Columbus and, and his real history, which for me, if you know the actual history of Christopher Columbus, he is an absolutely amazing figure of history. Absolutely amazing because all we're taught about is the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria, right? We're talking right. about those three ships. He lands, and that's all you know of Christopher Columbus. You don't know about all of the things he did before or after of his really pious, deep-rooted Catholicism and how he spread that to the Americas, by the way. We blackball that part of history, and then we whitewash the indigenous history. And I'm not saying that, that that's all there is to their history either. But what I am saying is that you cannot on one hand claim one person to have been a homicidal, genocidal maniac who is not worthy of celebration and then celebrate an entire population of people that the vast majority of them practiced homicidal, genocidal tendencies. Right. And cannibalism in maybe about a third of the cases. I mean, can, can we honestly say that Christopher Columbus did some bad things? Mm -hmm. 
Yes, we can. No man is perfect. Right. No man or no being can be perfect except for God himself. Was Jesus Christ perfect? In his death, he was perfect. Right? But as Catholics, we are taught that in his life, he was still man. He was man of God, right? He was God in the flesh. But he still was man. Mm. There's but one man that has ever walked this earth that has been perfect. And that man is the son of God. And he only became perfect in his death for our sins to be forgiven. That's the teachings that I, that I'm brought up with, right? That's the teachings of my church. I don't want to put words into the teachings of your church's mouth. Well, I mean, we fundamentally believe the same principle of Christ is the only perfect being to ever walk the earth. So all that I'm trying to point out here is not just the hypocrisy, but the utter ridiculousness of these two concepts living side by side. I hate Christopher Columbus, but I'm going to celebrate that group. Oh, but it's the... It's actually just the caricature, the caricature of the, or the caricature, I can't say that word, but you know what I mean. Caricature? Yes, the caricature yeah. of the of the Native American, right, of the indigenous person mm. that has been built up in, you, you know, most kids don't learn beyond, what, fifth, maybe sixth grade, uh, anything about indigenous populations. And so my whole point of this is that you live in a fantasy world if you believe that one is one way and the other is only this this kumbaya powwow feathers and dots and all that wonderful goodness, right? It's much more complicated. History truly is. It truly, truly is. And that's why it's stupid to celebrate either one of these days in any way. Hi, it's Doc Thompson for Matthew 25 Ministries. Matthew 25 Ministries is one of the few charities I'll actually endorse because I know them. I've worked with them, and I know almost all of the money that you donate goes to help people. Go to m25m.org, m25m.org. It's original. It's bold. It's patriotic. American Pride Roasters Coffee. Historically, great coffee. AmericanPrideRoasters.com This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. 
Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-562-2407-800-562-2407-800-562-2407. That's 800-562-2407. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Hi, it's Doc Thompson for Matthew 25 Ministries. Matthew 25 Ministries is one of the few charities I'll actually endorse because I know them. I've worked with them, and I know almost all of the money that you donate goes to help people. Go to m25m.org, m25m.org. Our mojo runneth over. Mojo 5 are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. Yes, indeed. Welcome back into the second half of the program. Thank you for sticking around through the break. If you are listening on Mojo 5 Radio, if not, well, then you probably missed the break because there was none. <laughs> With that being said, that means that you're watching on rumble.com backslash critical thinking. Again, that's rumble.com backslash critical thinking. 1 p.m. Central Time every single Monday through Friday is when this program drops on Rumble. 1 o'clock Central, so 2 p.m. on the East Coast, noon on the West Coast. Or wait, 11 on the West Coast, not noon. Sorry. Um, was doing backwards math incorrectly. You, you know, I, I'm pretty sure Hawaii feels left out and Alaska. Well, they can suck my, never mind. <laughs> Can't believe you went there. How, Hawaii, Hawaii and can kiss my. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, seriously, you can with all of its. You can, yeah, crap. Yeah. Yeah. I have no, I, I've had a small desire to go to Hawaii in the past I have no desire right now. None. Mm, I was going to surprise my wife with tickets to Hawaii for spring break next year. Not happening. Um, it's not happening. No, it, it, I will. I will not set foot on on in that state until they get their crap together and stop doing all this crazy COVID I, crap. I, I like. I liken them to America's New Zealand. They believe in zero yeah. COVID. Mm-hmm. Not possible. Yep. But hey, we have a lot to get to. It is a Truth or Fiction Tuesday. Do not forget you can follow us on social media. I am at the Coppin Show. He is at the Pat Oni Show. Um, we're going to be going through some branding changes and some wonderful goodness um, over the next uh, week or so. And uh, we've got a lot of stuff coming up as we head into the new year. We'll be thinking about a theme for 2022. So if you have an idea as to what we what you would suggest a theme look like for our show Meaning, what do we want to focus in on? Because this this year it's been about righteous resistance. How do we form a resistance to the bullcrap that we see happening with COVID and with control and all of that sort of stuff? That's been our focus all year long. And it's come down to you have to, in your individual life, have a liberty mindset. And what we mean is that you must fix liberty in your life. And there are 10 steps. And there are tactics that you can use to do that in your own life. And I think 
you know, as we head into November, November might be the month that we kind of reevaluate and talk about those steps. And then we talk about um, the tactics and, and allow you to to understand we're not talking about this as a movement necessarily. This is about something that you as an individual must do for yourself to then do it for your family, to then do it for your community, to then do it for the world. But if you don't do it for yourself, you cannot possibly do it in a larger setting. You can't affix liberty. If you don't affix liberty in your own life, you can't, you can't have a group, right? We've talked about form coalitions and are not coalitions, but just fellowships, fellowships, not coalitions. You can't form a fellowship if you yourself aren't part of the fellowship, right? If you don't have the roots. So we're going to talk about that in the month of November uh, coming up, Pat. Um, I, I really want to kind of do that before we head into the holiday season and people stop thinking about this and start thinking about travel and start thinking about all this other stuff um, that's coming out. Um, but yeah, um, so that's kind of where the program is heading. That's where we've been. But if you want to have a say in what the theme of the show for 2022 shall be, Hit us up on our DMs. They're both open, wide open, for your suggestions. I'm at The Coppin Show. He's at The Pat Only Show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Parlor, whatever your pleasure when it comes to social media, with the exception of MeWe. I'm not on MeWe. Uh, Pat, you are, though, right? Yes, I am. I'm, I'm not really on. I mean, I'm on Parlor, but I'm not on Parlor anymore. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. So with that having been said... Um, why don't we just start off with playing the B or not the B and then go right back into uh, Truth or Fiction Tuesday. And that sound means it's time for the B or not the B. Pat, are you ready for today's headline? I'm about as ready as the Chicago Bears were for the uh Green Bay Packers on, on on Sunday, or the Chargers for your Ravens. Oh yeah, that's that true. Yeah, but but the I own you from Aaron Rodgers was just epic. That was some priceless, priceless trash talk. And it's so funny too to hear. By the way, before we get into the headline, it is so damn funny to hear the blue check mark uh, sports woke individuals going nuts over Aaron Rodgers having the audacity to taunt the opposition fans while there's a picture of literally 50 to 60 people flipping him the bird in the stands. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. He has no right. No, no. He's a, he should be above that. Have you ever sat courtside in an NBA game or a college basketball game or sat in the front row of a, uh, of any sporting event, Pat? Oh, the level of taunting that goes on. Is insane. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is the only professional athlete who has ever talked back to a fan. And and that's both on and off the proverbial court or field, too. Like, like the players are doing it to each other, too, all the time. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. That's where, you know, the whole John Gruden thing. Look, yes, what he said was stupid, racist, misogynistic, all of those things, right? They were all of those things. 
but I can't take the NFL seriously right now because how many other people say worse things than what John Gruden ever did and haven't gotten in trouble yet? I can't take the NFL serious when that that is blackballed material. But hey, dude, taking you know blow off of a hooker's rear end, um, murdering people, beating the crap out of their wives and girlfriends at the same time, um, mm-hmm. you know, all of that sort of stuff. They get second and third chances, fifth chances, fourth chances. And, oh, oh by the way, the N-word is used um, probably about a thousand times a day inside that locker room. And, oh, by the way, um, oh, yeah, they, they call women all sorts of weird things. And by 10 minutes into the actual football game on a Sunday, I'm pretty sure every mother has been bent over um, and horrible things done to that person. Um for every single player on the field. But hey, let, let, let's fire John Gruden. Yep. The, yeah. the the level of, it's not even hypocrisy, it's just the level of stupidity over this. You can say, hey, look, we don't condone this and you know, blah, 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 blah. That's fine. But then do not tell me that this is your standard because I'm going to hold you to it from here on out. If there was a picture next to the definition of um, peeing on your leg and telling you it's raining, it's the NFL. I was going to say it's Roger Goodell. I think he's honestly the worst commissioner I've ever seen in sports. Worse than Gary Bettman. Worse than um, Adam Silver. He he has no spine whatsoever. None. Yeah. He's a million-mouthed little biznitch. But anyway, today's headline. For the B or not the B. Are you ready to win $100 since I uh, lost us some more money yesterday? Yeah, you keep losing us money this month. Um, I, I'm kind of annoyed that you're relying on me to uh, get us all of real Ron Phillips' money. Well, somebody's got to get some money from him. But anyway, yeah. uh, the headline, Aquaman comes out as even gayer. The headline <laughs> is, Aquaman comes out as even gayer. <laughs> And while you think of that headline, please, folks, if you're into Mojo Five O Radio and you want to support the cause, do so by going to mojo50.com/donate for twenty-five dollars. Your donation will also get you the official 2021 Mojo Five O Radio Christmas tree ornament. Get it now, because supplies are somewhat limited. But most importantly, get it before you get your Christmas tree. And then, you know, make it the centerpiece of your Christmas tree. Make it the centerpiece of conversation around Christmas time. You can go to mojo50.com backslash donate. $25 donation to the cause gets you the official Mojo50 2021 Christmas tree ornament. You know, why not help Libertarian Radio stay Libertarian? All right. So, Pat. The headline, Aquaman comes out as even gayer. Is this the B or not the B? See, I kind of go back to the the Big Bang Theory episode where, where Raj says Aquaman sucks. And up until the recent Aquaman movie, I think, you know, most comic book fans would say Aquaman sucks because he is kind of the more... I don't. I think weak is an unfair word, but he's just like not as likable as a lot of other more effeminate. Uh, 
yeah, maybe a little bit more feminine. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's true. Is that because um, he's somewhat of a mermaid? A little bit, yeah. I, I think that's kind of part of it. Um, but up until the the recent movie with Jason Momoa, who's dead to me? Okay, um, I'm kind of curious as to why, but all right. Just look um, up his statements online. Okay. I, mm, given recent events and recent headlines that we've heard, I'm going to go with a B on this one, even though this is technically true. <laughs> you are <laughs> correct. This is the Babylon B Dateline Atlantis. Emboldened by Superman coming out as gay last week, Aquaman has also come out of the closet. He's even gayer than before. <laughs> It's time for me to come clean, said Arthur Curry, also known as Aquaman. For a long time, I've been known as a gay superhero famous for gallivanting about with Aqualad on our fancy seahorses. But I'm actually gayer than people realized, and it's time for me to admit how insanely gay I am. Sources say that most ocean life, such as whales, dolphins, and fish, knew the full extent of Aquaman's gayness, but kept it a secret out of respect for Aquaman, and also because fish can't speak English. Quote, I'm way gayer than Superman. For a long time, you all knew I was gay, but I'm really more like 27 gay men trapped in one gay man's body, Curry continued. <laughs> I'm so glad I can finally live publicly as my totally gay self for all to see. DC Comics <laughs> confirmed that Aquaman is indeed the gayest of all the superheroes who are also all gay. <laughs> 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 oh, that's hilarious. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. And on that note, thank you for winning us $100 of at Real Ron Phillips's money. Anytime he wants to pay us, that would be freaking fantastic at this point. Um, you know, you're racking up a hell of a bill that'll be due at the end of the year. Y- yeah, but the way you're playing, he's going to be earn- earning a lot of money back. So. Whatever you got to do to get over those yips, do it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. So on that note, Pat, your second truth or fiction of the day. Okay. So I don't, I don't, I don't know if you saw this one or, or, or not Andrew Coppins. Um, but, um, our Lord president and savior, Dr. Anthony Fauci, our Lord savior, president, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Yes, that's what I said. Is it not? No. Um, okay. Um, well, anyway, he uh, came out and said that uh, his critics deny reality and embrace conspiracy theories, but his supporters are guided by truth. Are they also guided truth by or- justice in the American way? Or I'm sorry, <laughs> a, a better tomorrow? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are they building back better? Mm-hmm. Um, truth or fiction, this guy is getting to be more desperate all the time to stay relevant. Oh, that's truth. A hundred percent truth. Look at look, this is a man who hasn't met a camera that he doesn't want to speak in front of, hasn't uh met a uh talk show host that he doesn't want to talk to, with the exception of apparently Clay Travis and Buck Sexton, by the way. Did you know that? They've put in like over 20 requests to have him on their show and he refuses. 
yet he can go on MSNBC. Just remember this, Pat. Just please remember this moment. When he went on MSNBC at the start of the college football season, Joy Reid is like, I am really scared that these are just going to be super spreader events and we're going to have a massive peak of, you know, of, of cases and all this stuff. And what was his response? I'm afraid too. And they haven't done diddly squat. No. Because it turns out that by and large, most Americans are not scared. They're, they're much more likely to want to live their own lives. But yes, this man hasn't met a shadow that he doesn't want to speak to. It, it makes you wonder if we can get him on our show. No. Not, not that we would want to have him on our show anyway. Oh, I totally would. Um, Why would you not want to yeah, have him on yeah, our show? Yeah, I, I mean, just, just for the sake of of being able to ask him some very hard questions. He might hang up and leave, and that's fine. But yeah, thank you for giving us our proof that you are not about truth in any way, shape, or form. Right. It, but but yeah, I, I think this is a hundred percent truth as well. That that like because this is like the second, third, fourth headline now. I, I I don't I don't know how many headlines are that have come out that are just like this about him over the last month ish, two months. Um, where he says something like this, and I get kind of frustrated with headlines like this about him anymore. And and, and the reason why is because why are the why are you continuing to cover him? Um, yeah, and I think that's the other part of this, right? When if if we had a media that was, you know, supposed to be doing its actual job of truth right. seeking. Mm-hmm. This would be the last person that you go to. And the other part of this for me is at at what point in time do you fire his ass from the government position? Because he has lied repeatedly and continuously until massively confronted with each and every one of his lies. And then he doubles down further on more conspiracies and more lies and more bullcrap. Like... For instance, natural immunity not being a thing and natural immunity not being actually more resistant to getting sick in the future than getting just the vaccination. I, I, got, I got one more quick good one here for you. Okay. Truth or fiction. The Disney Plus Fauci documentary is closer to a horror film than it is an actual documentary. Truth. <laughs> I mean, seriously, the 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 ego, the chutzpah, the the infatuation. So you've got the ego and the chutzpah of of Anthony Fauci, and then you've got the the boot licking infatuation of the media. If he were serious about all of this, there's no way in hell a camera crew is following me around. No. I have very important, very serious work to be done here. So, no. Not happening. Bye-bye. But, speaking of COVID, Pat, um, I do have a truth or fiction related to COVID. Oh, okay. Truth or fiction. Dying from COVID or anything else is a good thing. 
I mean, I, I I'm struggling with this one because you know, generally speaking, people see death as not a good thing, even though it's a part of life. Um. Mm. See, to me, this would depend on circumstance. But I, I think if if you're going where I think you're going with this, I'm going to say truth. Hmm. And I think where you're going with this is it's better to die with your boots on than to die in such a way that you live in fear and under the control and thumb of an oppressive government. That you die free than not. Okay. I can understand why you would think that that might be where I'm going. But there's another part of this headline from a Federalist article. And it's for Christians, dying from COVID or anything else is a good thing. Why exclusively Christians? Because we are the only religion in the world that believes that redemption happens in death. That your sins be forgiven in death. Hmm. We're the only ones who believe in an afterlife. Now, Muhammad believes in virgins in heaven, right? Right. But they don't believe in redemption. They don't believe the same way. Neither, by the way, does Judaism. One of the major differences between a Christian and a and a Jew, besides the belief in in Jesus Christ being our Lord and Savior, is that salvation happens and that there is an afterlife of salvation. So I, I, I want people to understand this because I've said this all along that this has really been about scientists and the people who in positions of power believing that they are God, that they have a handle on this novel virus, right? That, that they know everything. In fact, Pat, do you know now that there is a really robust debate happening within the scientific community as to whether or not this virus is actually a respiratory virus and that it might actually be a vascular disease. Why? Because what what is the last um, respiratory virus that you've heard of that creates blood clots? That's a vascular issue. Now we have a virus that is jumping from system to system. Could a vascular disease also cause respiratory issues? Hell yes, it can. Mm -hmm. But can a respiratory virus cause vascular issues? Not Not to my knowledge. To that extent. Mm -hmm. Can a respiratory virus cause issues with the heart? Yes, that is true. It can cause issues with the fl- the blood being able to flow, right? Because of the fluid buildup in lungs, right? That's kind of the point right. of how pneumonia gets you. It gets you because it fills your, your lung capacity, your inability to breathe, and it starves your heart of oxygen eventually, right? If you don't treat it correctly. It's very painful. It's very brutal. But blood clots developing because of COVID-19? 
And we're also seeing blood clots developing because of the vaccination, right? Right. The overarching point is this. We're not God. And as this article lays out here, shaming people for dying by accident is a bit twisted, which is what we see, right? Oh, we act as if we have the power to avoid this, right? That that we have the power to to just do a couple of things and, and we won't ever get sick from this, right? That That if we get sick from this, it's our fault. But shaming people for dying by accident is a bit twisted, but it might make sense if you believe life is over once a person stops breathing and so cling to the illusion of human control over death. And that is my point is that we have believed as a larger society, as a society that is hell-bent on secularism right now, the paganism of our society believes that we can control death. Now, are there things that we can do to help us live longer lives? Yes. Are there things that we can understand about life that will help us live healthier and perhaps prolonged lives? Absolutely. But here's the reality. God is going to call us when God is going to call us, regardless of the things that we do. How do I know that? There are perfectly healthy people, people who have great vitamin D levels, who do everything right, eat right, drink right, don't drink, don't smoke, don't do any of these things, and have a great immune system and have died from COVID-19. We don't control death. We have to remember that Christian teachings, Pat, when you look at Scripture, They diametrically oppose the underlying theology pushed in articles and in popular COVID narratives. Because here's the truth, as um, Joy Pullman put it. Despite the appearance generated by the majority of Western churches prioritizing obedience to men instead of God by shutting themselves down over COVID-19, the truth is that Christian teaching tells us that God is the one in control. I want, to th- I want you to think about this. St. Paul, Romans 14, 8. For if we live, we live to the Lord. And if we die, we die to the Lord. So then, whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. And beyond that, Pat, I, w- I, have, I have a question for you. While sad for those of us who are left behind, is in Christian teaching death not a celebration? Not just of life, but of their ascension into heaven. Yes. Hey, death um, is also evil, though, right? Because death is a result largely of sin. Yes. Okay. Um, and I, I mean, I would also argue that there are two different kinds of death. There's your physical death and there's your spiritual death. Um. Physical death is inevitable, um, no matter what you do. But uh, I think you're right. Like at least in my faith, like we we are taught that families are forever, and so even though we are losing, you know, a loved one or a friend or whoever, and that that is close to us in this life, we are taught that we will see them again in the next. Hmm. Um, and, and, and I want I want I want to bring up one quick other scripture point. Hmm. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse eight. Yes, we are of good courage and we would rather be away from the body and at home with the Lord. What is that saying? 
that we welcome death, that death is a celebration because we have come home to the person who has put us here on earth, that we have come home to Lord, to our Savior, not to Anthony Fauci, but to God himself. Yet too often we see that death, while sad again for us, is we have turned it into an us thing. Mm-hmm. As if we have control. I mean, this is this will loosely fit here, but uh, to quote Patrick Henry, "Give me liberty or give me death." Yep. Um, yeah, and, and I it, and I think it, that's ultimately where we're going with this. And it's this concept, this concept in our society that death is to be avoided at any cost, right? That's where we've gotten right. to this fear. That's why we talk about panic porn and fear porn and all those things. Because they believe that death is to be avoided at any cost. Now, do you want to go around creating opportunities for death to knock at your door? No. No. But with that being said, Pat, your final thoughts. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And the Fauci documentary is closer to a horror film than an international documentary. Please be smart, be safe, be kind, and as always, Matthew 547. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.